We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, and among these, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Hey, my brothers and sisters, I hope this day finds you well, and I'd like to wish you a Merry Christmas. Now, in today's segment, what I want to, to bring to your attention, and this is something that, that I do, it's like, you know, I'll, I'll look at certain media outlets, um, places that um, I like to see what's going on in the world, and I look for stories that, that indicate a particular pattern it's not, you know, sometimes I'll cover something that, that, that like just happened, kind of like breaking news or something that's happened recently, but there's so many other content creators that, that cover those things that I like to try to find something that I, that I find important as far as its place in a particular pattern and where that pattern is, is probably leading. Do you know what I mean? Like, like for instance, you know, the creation of the Federal Reserve, I believe in 1913, that was a movement by, you know, some bankers and a politician to serve their own interest. It's, can, it's exceptionally unconstitutional to have, to have our country, you know, land of the free, home of the brave, to have a sharing the same wallet. It's not even a government institution, and yet they oversee the, fin the financial welfare of our whole country when that power is supposed to be in the hand of the individual citizen. So when you start to centralize power, no matter how well-intentioned, it inevitably leads to socialism. And socialism inevitably leads to death and tragedy and, and, and strife every single time it's been implemented. Every single time. And the argument from, from people who believe in socialism, which anybody who believes in socialism is... So socialism is is for losers. It's not for producers. It's not for people who are brave and courageous, who forge a path and create their lives with their own hands. It's for losers who don't want to do those things, but they want to take from the producers and they want to justify the taking from producers. And so then they come up with socialism. Like, like Marx, Marx was a loser. He simply was. He looked around and he was envious and jealous of people who had and looked at the people who didn't have and came up with this ridiculous ideology that the reason behind it must be that the people who have are somehow villains and the people who don't have are somehow virtuous. It's absolutely absurd. It's something that, that a six-year-old would come up with like looking at the world. That's not fair. How come they have all the toys and they don't have the toys? <laughs> and they don't factor in anything else. They don't factor in personal choice, personal responsibility, accountability, nothing. And so, and so it justifies the taking from producers to give the people who don't produce. And, and it tries to say that that's virtuous, to steal from those who, who break their backs and give it to people who sit at home on their mom's couch with their feet up playing video games. So socialism just destroys everything. But it starts off with the centralization of power, which is why this country was made the way it is, because they knew that, is, that any power that starts to centralize is going to inevitably lead to tyranny. And look at where we are today. Look at the world that we're in. So I look for, I look for patterns, right? That's what I look for. 
right? I'll give you another example. Let's say that, that you have someone who is running across a, a busy street. Now, it doesn't matter how many times they make it across. What's the most probable outcome of somebody continually running across a busy street? That they're going to get hit by a car, right? That's a simple one, right? So now imagine that that person who's running across a busy street claims that, it, that it's that person's right to do so. And when they get hit by a car, they blame the person who hit them and they want them arrested. Do, do you see how, how that could lead to utter, utter chaos? Because that one person decides to break away from, from what, what should be justice, actual justice and actual truth, decides to break away simply because they want to on their own whims, their own desires, forsaking all others and they endeavor to do something that we know is going to increase the probability of bringing them harm, yet they choose to do it anyway, and they say that it's their right, and if you tell them not to or stop them, then you're a bad person, and then when they get hit, they still don't accept responsibility, they blame the person to hit them. Where do you think that's going to, to lead a community over time if people are allowed to live that way? Do you see what I'm saying? Like you can see kind of where it's going to go. If, if these people are actually not held accountable and the people that hit them are, then, then they're going to start to make laws and make policies and restrictions on people driving that busy road, not taking care of that person who's disrupting everybody else's life simply because they want to. That's what's happening today. That's, that's going to lead to utter chaos because it isn't true. Justice is an individual receiving what they've earned. And it's unfortunate, but if that person is running across a busy street, and I'm talking about an adult, this is not a child who doesn't know who doesn't know better. This is a person who knows. If they get hit, it literally is their fault. They should act, they should actually be held li liable for putting everybody else in danger because they may have to swerve to try to to try to avoid them because they're actually a good person. And in swerving, they could actually hit other people and, and cause a, a massive pileup that could take lives. That person should go to jail. The person running across the street. But that's not the times that we live in today. And so I just look at patterns. And so here's, here's something that I, I came across that I thought was really, really interesting. Because everybody thinks, or they don't think, but what you see coming out of the mainstream media is that, you know, China's doing well, right? Now, China is a communist country, which means that the government controls everything. So they're going to control the message that goes out to the world to the best of their ability, or they're gonna, or at least you would agree that they're gonna control the message so that it doesn't hinder their interest. Can we at least agree with that? That's why China is tyrannical. They, they claim to be for the people, but as soon as the people step outside of the interest of the government, they're immediately punished. So they're really not there for the people, they're there for them, objectively speaking. But what I found interesting about this is as a pattern, right? 20 million people in China, age 16 to 24, out of jobs. And when you read through it, because I was like, okay, but why, why? And, and this is um, according to CNN calculations, which I find interesting, because it's come from CNN, that they're actually doing some kind of journalism. That's interesting. But, you know, they go through all of these you know, stats, I'm like, okay, yeah, but why, but why? And they talk about this, this large tech company, I can't really pronounce the name, um, XIA, O-M-I, I don't know if this is, Xiaomi, 
maybe, how they're laying off people, but claiming that, you know, it's only 10% of our workforce and whatnot, but that's just the spin. When, when it comes down to it, this, this is the reason why, and it says here, this comes as the company's revenues went down by over 10% due to the adverse effects of China's zero COVID restrictions. And there it is. And there it is. And I'm, I'm, I'll include the link to this article. It's a very, very short one. It, it, it doesn't even report as, as I think that it should, like that it's really alarming. It's just like, oh yeah, by the way, you know, young people between 16 and 24, 24 out of jobs, 20 million of them. But you have to ask yourself, what does that mean when, when you're young people out of work? What's, what's, what's now probable? If not only are they out of work, and they say that there's something like 107 out of 107 million, it's only 20 million. Yeah, but, and the article also says that it's going to get worse. Well, why would it get worse? Because the Chinese government isn't really looking to change their policies. And the other thing is that if, if they've had such strict policies, and they have from the beginning, you can go research that yourself, they've been tyrannical with the restrictions. Okay, I mean, there's some stuff there that is just, you'd be like, what? They still haven't beat it. After all this time, we're moving into year three and they're still doing these lockdowns and so they still haven't, it's, I mean, it, I'll put it this way, it hasn't worked yet. Let's say that. But what it is doing, and it's the same thing that happened here, is that their, their cure is proving worse than the disease. Same thing that you're seeing here. With our economic strife, which is directly caused by the government's response to all of this. They like to try to blame, oh, it's, it's, you know, it's the, you know, the pandemic's fault, which makes no sense. That's like blaming a gun for a mass shooting. The gun doesn't walk into a school and shoot itself, pull its own trigger. It doesn't arm itself. It doesn't load itself. It doesn't choose a target. It's an inanimate object. Same thing with the pandemic. A virus is very, very simple, very, very simple, simple um, life form, so to speak. It doesn't have emotion and will like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to disrupt supply lines and I'm, I'm going to cause a recession and I'm going to keep people locked in their homes and I'm going to force them to put things on their faces and I'm going to shut down schools and I'm going to close down businesses and halt our economy. So what I find interesting, like I said, about this is where, where do you think that this is going to lead in a country that, that manufactures so much for the rest of the world, that if their young people are out of work and it's going to escalate. And the reason why I found this significant is that it is age 16 to 24. It is young people. If they're out of work, how are they going to contribute how, are, how then are they going to, to start a family and provide for that family? Do you see? Do you see where it could lead? If less people are getting together because they financially are not able to, to, to really provide for themselves in a country that already has a birth rate issue, 
See, that's another pattern. They started to mess with that. The probability wasn't that they were going to get what they wanted. The probability was they were going to tamper with the, tamper with the natural order and throw everything off. And that's actually what's come to fruition because now they have birth rate issues because they want to tamper with the natural order of things. Which is, which is an awesome lesson because whenever, whenever human beings have ever tampered with the natural order, we've always, always had consequences for it. Every single time without fail. And even though we see the historical precedent, we still believe ourselves to be gods. Even though we keep getting burned, we throw our hand in the fire. <laughs> and I want, I want, I want to just say this. Of course, this isn't a definitive. I'm speaking in probabilities. But if you mix communist China's strategies, both domestically and foreign, and you look at you look at how it's affecting their economy. You look at how it's affecting the businesses there. You look at how it's affecting the young people specifically, because seriously, young people this within the natural order the young take over, right? As the older are unable to, and they begin to to die off as 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 the natural order. Young people are the ones that are taking over. Now, what happens when this many young people, and if it and if it escalates, what happens when they can't get work? What happens over time is what I'm saying. It's, this isn't something that you're going to see tomorrow. This is something that you're going to see manifest itself in 10 years. As this 24-year-old who's out of work and it sets, sets back his plans, or that 24-year-old year old woman, or let's say that they're a married couple and they're both out of work, or, or one's working, but it's really not enough to provide because of all the, because of the, the far reaching ramifications of having all of these layoffs from multiple businesses, which incidentally is the same thing that we're seeing here. In spite of the Biden administration trying to take a victory lap talking about, oh, well, you know, the employment rate has done this and done that. Okay. I always say, okay, Chinatown Joe, how many of those jobs that you've added is above the jobs that we had in 2019 and early 2020. You can't take a big tree lap. You can't you can't chop off a man's right leg and this and then give him a new leg and say, look, look, he's 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 running again. Yeah, but you chopped off his leg to begin with, and even though he's running, he's still dead last. <laughs> but they're taking a victory lap. Yeah, we gave him a new leg. <laughs> and you make the American people pay for it. So we had to pay for it, and everybody else had to pay for that leg that you chopped off. <laughs> But hey, whenever you centralize power, as I said, it inevitably has always led to socialism. And socialism always leads to tragedy. Every single time. And what's happening in, in China is no different. Because to me, communism, socialism, it's all the same thing. And so I want to watch this. I want you guys to watch this. Because unless something is done, and I don't believe that the probability is that nothing is going to be done because right now, it's not in the best interest of the communist party in China. It's not in their best interest to deal with this. They don't really care because all they see is what's in front of them. Because communism is evil. And evil always follows its own desires and usually is not very self-aware and, and always, always goes for just what it wants. And any ramifications that come from it, they pass the buck to something else. Remember that? That 
that story I told you about the person running across the street, <laughs> right? They want to run across the street so they can run across the street and everybody else is their fault if something happens to them. So with the birth rates being the way they are and with young people out of work, all I'm saying is that where do you think that that's going to lead? What do you think the probability is? And so that's why I thought this story was very, very interesting. Something to keep your eye on because things aren't going well in China in spite of what China wants the world to believe or, or what the mainstream media chooses to cover. They're not doing well. They're really not. And, and there was no better indication of this than the protests that they had. Because what you have to understand is that if you choose to protest here in America, especially if you're on a particular ideology that's supported by the government, you most likely won't even see jail time at all. Even, even if you, you cause damage, even if it escalates into a riot, you still most likely won't stay in jail at all. And 2020 summer riots prove that beyond a shadow of a doubt that, that there, there are powers in the United States who care more about ideology than they do about justice. So you have to understand that in China, if you protest, you can just disappear. So, because they don't have the freedoms that we have here. So if it's bad enough for them to put their lives on the line, literally their lives on the line to push back against their government, and it's something that, that hasn't happened in many, many years, for that reason, you know that it's bad there. And so you take that and you couple that with the zero COVID policy, which is actually what started this whole thing. Look at, look at how the communists, the Chinese Communist Party is digging their heels in to just do what they want to do to the point where their people would put their lives on the line to protest and push back. Now, now you throw in the birth rate and then you throw on young people out of work. Now, you put those three together. There's more, but just with those three together, you look at the probability of that. Do you think that that's going to lead to a more prosperous country? When the people that are protesting, at least the ones that I saw, there were a lot of young people. So what do you think is going to happen if, if young people are at the point where they're pushing back and it's at, it's at, at, at the expense of, of their lives and they're still pushing back and you have young people out of work? And you have a zero COVID policy that doesn't seem to be like it's going to be like lifted soon. What do you think that that's going to lead? What do you think happens when, when you have this 23 year old who's out of work, feels like they have nothing to lose. They feel like all the prospects have been taken from them. They go out and protest because they feel that their government isn't actually moving in their best interest. And they go out with their friend and they both protest and then their friend disappears. Do you think that person is gonna be scared and stop protesting? Because that's what the Communist Party wants to have happen. They wanna scare people and force them back into compliance. What do you think is gonna happen if they have nothing to lose and you make one of them disappear? Do you think that they're just gonna go back and live on the street? Because there's tents on the street in China and it has nothing to do with, with people not being able-bodied and not wanting to work. I bet you didn't know that either. They have streets that look like our streets, but these aren't people that are, that are homeless by choice. There's a lot going wrong there. There's a lot going wrong. 
So that's, that's why I thought this story was interesting because of all the other things that are happening and the other, and the other things that I've seen come out of there due to technology, due to social media, because there's nothing wrong with technology. It's just a tool. The fault always lies with who's wielding it. There's nothing wrong with social media. But the fault lies with, with who's, who's monopolizing it, who, the control over it, and what are their intentions. That's the issue that I have with transhumanism. Right? Like I'm, 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 I'm seeing this thing about you know, artificial wombs. And it's interesting because I was just talking to a client about that. Is that it's not that that we have government because we need to have a governing body. We, we need to, both local and then we need a larger governing body. The forefathers knew that as well. But if everybody's not playing by the same playbook and right and wrong isn't coming from a supernatural power, that means that whoever is in power, they can start to believe that that power gives them the right, gives them a godly right to decide the fate of everybody that they deem under them. And that's, that's a part of, of the fall of man. That's, that's what we have in us. We have that tendency to, to, to gain a certain amount of influence and money and status and power and then believe that gives us the right to then make the rules for everyone else. And that, that's, that leads to socialism that leads to communism and it and that inevitably leads to death and it's all secular religion i'm gonna do another uh i'll do another one we'll get into that right now because um, i'm still i'm still going through all that but it's secularism is a religion and it's the deadliest one that we've ever had <laughs> It is taking more lives and destroyed more families than any than any war than any other religion. <laughs> but we'll, we'll we'll get there. But yeah, this so this is a really interesting story. I'm gonna keep my eye on it. I want you guys to to keep your eye on it, right? Keep your eye on China and what they're doing, and even the the, the stuff with Taiwan and all that, because that's gonna come to a head as well. But but I want you to look at just look at little tidbits, start to put things together, because they're not doing well at all. Not at all. Matter of fact, a lot of the major countries, Canada's not doing well, United States isn't doing well, UK's not doing well. Like that, that's also another pattern. Like what, did, what do you think that that means? When these places aren't doing well, Brazil's not doing well. Like these places aren't doing well, right? Like Afghanistan being back in the hands of the Taliban, they're not doing well. <laughs> Iran's not doing well. Like, like things, aren't, things aren't going well. Right? They're not going well at all. But they still all want you in the dark. They don't want you noticing these things. And I'm up here just trying to help you to turn on that light. You guys be well.